Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Hope your day is going well. Lord bless you. It's great to be with you today. I want to talk about a subject that we talk about more than anything. It's called love. Love. You see it all through the Bible. You see it all through life. You hear about it. Valentine's is all about it, you know. Love. You hear the old poem, it's love, it's love, it's love that makes the world go round. And uh, I remember that from sixth grade. I think I had to memorize it. Now I forgot it, except for that part. That was pretty easy. But anyway, would you pray with me? Our Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for your love for us, that you loved us so very much, that you sent your only Son, Jesus Christ, to die for us and to give us life eternal. Lord, I hope that you, I hope that you will use us and work through us and help us to love one another. And may the audience receive something from these messages today and tomorrow. May they understand what love is and make a difference in this world. We need you. We need your hand upon our life. I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. If you want to see a growing, vibrant church, then you will see a church where people really love each other and care for each other. And it's not just a word thrown out randomly. I've been involved in a number of churches, and I can tell you what, the churches that really love people are the churches that are making an impact. And I would certainly like to think our church is one of them. And I've heard that from many people that come in. They think they tell me that your church is a church that really loves people. And I certainly hope that's correct. You know, and of course, I'm a little biased being it's a church I pastor, but I know some of the other pastors in the community, and I know they really love their congregation. And I believe their congregation loves them. But it's so important. If we're going to love, we might as well love those first in our congregation and in the in the where we pastor and then then teach them to love the world. I'm going to talk about that in the next couple of days here. The importance of love uh, plays a critical role in our lives. And Jesus says this in Matthew 22, a very familiar scripture, uh, 22 verses 37 through 39. Jesus says, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Do you think he's trying to get across a point that the importance of this? He made it very clear, the importance of first, loving the Lord your God with everything you have, with all the love you can muster. And then secondly, loving your neighbor as yourselves. Why? Because people see Jesus in you. The love of Jesus is being spread. The great Mother Teresa wrote these words, We must grow in love. And to do this, we must go on loving and giving and giving until it hurts. The way Jesus did. Do ordinary things with extraordinary love. Things like caring for the sick and the homeless, the lonely and the unwanted, washing and cleaning for them. You must give what will cost you something. Then your gift becomes a sacrifice which will have value before God. Any sacrifice is useful if it's done out of love. I call it love in action. Well, that's what Mother Teresa said. She said, I call it love in action. I call it making a difference. Well, let's get real, folks. It's not always easy to love those around us. 
In fact, it's probably much more easy to get ticked off by those around us for something that they don't agree with or we don't agree with them on. Sometimes we don't even like the way people look at us. Have you ever been at a stoplight and then you look over at someone and they make a funny face for you, uh, to you, or they tell you you're number one? Well, you know, unfortunately, I, I, I tend to draw those people. I don't know what it is. I smile at people, but they, it, oh, it's just crazy. Of course, some of it's my lack of patience. I just struggle sometimes. And But I've thought to myself, wow, what a crazy person, you know? And I tried to think of it in a holy way. Well, okay, not really a holy way. But I just, I get frustrated. And sometimes you think, man, I'd like to, I'd like to do something that I'd like to treat that person some way. Well, that's the world setting in. The world is telling us to respond to situational things. Sometimes in a church, we don't speak frank enough. We're not real. We say the things everybody wants to hear. But the truth of the matter is, sure, we have inward fights with attitudes and the dealings of the world. But we have to allow the Holy Spirit of God to give us a spirit of love, even for those who are hard to love. I imagine if I said, take a few moments and think of a few people that are hard to love, you know, you'd be popping up all over the place with names. When I shared this message in my congregation a few weeks ago, I, you know, I said, if, if I shared this, there'd be like popcorn testimonies. People would stand up, oh man, I've had a hard life loving this guy, that guy, this girl, that girl, you know? So what I, I challenged my people and I got to tell you something, they responded. I had a number of people tell me they were doing the challenge. And the challenge was this, to pile love on that person that you might have a reaction to, that person that is hard to love in your life. Pile love on them. Do something beyond the ordinary. See, human love puts on limits, but God's love changes everything. You hear that? I'm going to read that again. Human love puts on limits, but God's love changes everything. People get frustrated, and so we have to do the best we can in staying in tune with God. The more time we spend with God, the easier it is to love those around us. You know, I was, I was so fortunate, as I've said many times on the station, I grew up around love. I grew up in a household that love was shown all the time. Love was not only shown in the house. Love was shown out to our neighbors, to our friends. My mom and dad, they lived to love. They loved people. Even when they were cursed, they loved people. I will never forget the example of my father uh, because mom was never out in the world. She was more in home all the time, but dad was out in the world. That's why I talk about him the most because he was out in the world all the time, but he loved people. It didn't matter what they did or what they would have said about him, but he loved them. You know, um, we we need that kind of love. You know, and sometimes in church, you know, we need to speak more frank. We need to allow the Holy Spirit to guide us so we can show people love in the spirit of love and help them when they're struggling. I imagine each of us can uh, recognize some areas that we can work on in that. You know, but human love, like I said, puts on limits, but God's love changes everything. You know, let's, uh, let's work on that. Let's see what we can do. Let's see how we can lead others. Loving each other is vital if we want the world to know Jesus. Well, the question is, do we want the world to know Jesus? Do you want the world to know Jesus? Are you just concerned about yourself? Well, I hope so. He's told us to go out and love people and to love our neighbor as ourselves. We must spread God's love. We don't want to hoard it. 
You know, it's funny. If a kid gets a toy that he loves so much, he doesn't want to share it. Well, you know what? We need to share the love of God. need to share our testimonies to the lost world. The entire law is summed up on a single command. Love your neighbor as yourself. That's what Galatians 5.14 says. The Apostle Paul says the law is summed up just in one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. Well, Pastor, really? Do you know what that neighbor's about? That neighbor's horrible. I used the example of one time living next to people in my bedroom was uh, right next to their outside fence where they had three dogs. And those dogs barked all night, every night. And I was so angry inside, so frustrated. I never called the pound. Somebody called the pound, and they had the pound come out and talk to them. But I found out later it was another neighbor. I never called the pound. I didn't want it to be an issue. I just put up with it. Finally, my wife and I moved, and I was certainly glad we did because that was really starting to wear on my sleep because I couldn't sleep. And by the way, if you have an animal, you have a dog that barks at night around a neighbor's house, Be considerate. Do something with that dog. Do not disturb others with your pets. I mean, that's just not a good thing. And uh, Because I know, because I was on the other end of that. The Apostle Paul delivers a pretty large punch here. He says the entire law is summed up by that simple phrase, to love your neighbor as yourself. And I know you're saying to me, well, you mean, did you love that neighbor that had those dogs? Well, frankly, I never was able to talk to them, that neighbor much. They were always inside, always away. I, I said hi a couple times, but, uh, you know, it, it is kind of hard to do. I'm convinced that if we really spent time in prayer and asked him to give us a great love for each other, he would. We would see so many more happy families and marriages. We would see the power of God unfold in great ways, and maybe in new ways. The Bible says this, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. We recognize because he sent his only Son to die for us, that each one of us can be heaven-bound. The chapter in the Bible known as the love chapter says some great things concerning love. So many find it easy to use the word love in phrases, you know, but the truth is many don't understand what love is really about. Oh, we say, oh, I love you. And you remember growing up, as even as teens, going out with girls for a, or boys going out with girls and girls going out with boys, you know, after a few times going out, oh, I love you, I love you. And now you have a lot of people, even in church, that say they love you. Yeah, I don't Do they really love you? You know, it's kind of like years ago and. In Caldwell, I went to a, a Cubs baseball game. The Cubs were a farm team, and and uh, they had a guy named Peter Lecoq that paid for the Cubs. His dad was Peter Marshall, who worked on Hollywood Squares. He was the MC on Hollywood Squares, so I watched him on TV all the time. Well, I got to know Peter because he came to our church, and anyway, they introduced me at the game to Peter Marshall, the star movie star from Hollywood Squares. And so I was always able to say, yeah, I, I know Peter Marshall, and my wife would always tell me, Tom, you don't know him. You met him. That's all you know. Nothing about him except he was a Hollywood director, Hollywood stars guy, and his son is Peter Lecoq. But anyway, <laughs> she's right. You know, it's things, words are easy to say. 
And if we really want to love somebody, we need to know them. We need to pray for them. But God wants to use us. I've got to continue this tomorrow because I ran out of time. But I hope your day is certainly filled with the love of God. Have a great day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.